Hello everyone, my name is Ananya Mahajan, and for this segment, I thought I would do a recap on the history of Pride Month. Pride Month in the United States is a month during which members of the LGBTQ community are celebrated and heard, and it is also a time where issues that are still present within the community are heard even louder. Pride Month typically takes place during the month of June, and it is used as a way to commemorate the Stonewall Riots that took place at the end of June of 1969. In this segment, I'll go over the riots and a few other key moments in the history of Pride Month. To start off, let's talk about the Stonewall Riots. For some background, the Stonewall Inn riots took place was at the time the only gay bar that allowed dancing in Greenwich Village in New York. This inn was turned into a gay bar by the Mafia for the sole purpose of the Mafia being able to pay a gayola. A gayola is a bribe used by the police departments to shut down any gay establishments. So with the Mafia paying this gayola, the police departments had a place that they could raid and their reason for doing so was because the bar did not have a liquor license. So with that background, in the summer of 1969 in Greenwich Village, cops raided and stormed the Stonewall Inn. They arrested as many folks as they could, but as they were doing so, the crowd outside and around the inn started rioting. The crowd attacked the police and the police attacked back. It was by 4 a.m. when the streets were finally cleared up. However, the riots came back the following night and once again ended around 4 a.m. the next morning. Rainbow to symbolize inclusion and acceptance of people of all sexualities, genders, and overall personal identities. It was in 1978 when Gilbert Baker, the self-pronounced gay Betsy Ross, created the first pride flags from strips of fabric dyed in trash cans in the attic of San Francisco's Gay Community Center before the city's 1978 Pride Parade. There was plenty of press coverage, and the aftermath that followed showed a surge of pride in the LGBTQ plus community. People believed that this event was the main one that started the movement in a larger way than events prior. Witnesses on the days of the riots remarked this feeling of eeriness after the riots took place, and how they could feel a change coming. Organizers wanted to build on that spirit that had risen within the community and took it upon themselves to organize a gay pride march on Central Park to show their support and to have their voices heard. This march also got an abundance of press and it eventually spread to other cities across the country throughout the 1970s. And with this surge of marches and surge of pride events is how we have our pride celebrations today. A key symbol in the LGBTQ plus community is indeed the pride flag. The pride flag includes all the colors of each of the flag's original eight colors had a meaning. Pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sun, green for nature, turquoise for magic, blue for peace, and purple for spirit. Another important milestone in the LGBTQ plus community was the legalization of gay marriage. Same-sex marriage was something that was denied for so long until the landmark case of Oberfell versus Hodge. In this case, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the fundamental right to marry is guaranteed to same-sex couples by both the Due Process Clause and the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution.
Following this, there was another large surge of LGBTQ plus pride in the country, and the White House also lit up in the colors of the rainbow pride flag that day. Following this, many media outlets were abuzz with the news of this, and many many LGBTQ plus members were able to go to the courts and get their marriage license and have that wedding that they were denied for so long. Black Pride is yet another important faction within Pride Month. Black Pride is a movement that encourages Black people to celebrate their culture and heritage, as well as the Black people within the LGBTQ plus community to be heard and celebrated and appreciated as well. Black Pride events don't just stay in June and are actually more of a year-long thing. There are organizations across the country that specify Black Pride. One example is DC Black Pride, which is an organization and a place for the Black LGBTQIA community to gather and celebrate each other. DC Black Pride has been the destination for Black queer liberation and community fellowship for more than three decades. In Atlanta, Georgia, they have a Black Pride weekend, and following the theme of Black Pride being year-long, it actually takes place in September. This year, the dates for this weekend are September 1st through 7th, if you would like to participate in any way. Their website does mention they have online events as well due to COVID, um, just as a precursor. Black, Black Pride also has a flag within the community and is the same as the main Pride flag with the addition of one Black stripe to include the Black community. The flag, again, just to reiterate, is supposed to show inclusion and this Black Pride flag simply does just that. So with all that said, there are so many more important events and moments to celebrate within this community and within the LGBTQ history during Pride Month. And while there were only a few in this podcast, I highly encourage those who are interested to read up more and educate your peers and community on the importance of Pride Month, as well as the revolutionaries who led the way for what Pride is today and the ones who are making the change right now. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. Today, we will be talking about the history and significance behind Juneteenth. Juneteenth occurs annually on June 19th. Some other names for the holiday are Jubilee Day, Black Independence Day, or Emancipation Day in Texas specifically. This day is considered to be a second Independence Day in America because of the final end of slavery. It also symbolizes freedom and liberation for many members in the African-American community. We're going to start off the segment with a brief history of how the holiday came to be. On June 19, 1865, a group of Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, letting the slaves know that they were set free. Many would think that the Emancipation Proclamation given in 1862 by President Lincoln declared that slaves from the rebel states in the South were set free, effective in January 1, 1863. However, Texas still maintained slavery since there were no presence of Union forces for them to enforce the proclamation. As a result of this event, Juneteenth was celebrated in 1866, Earlier celebrations were smaller and more intimate with church gatherings. 
1872, a group of former slaves raised $800 and decorated a park in Houston, Texas to commemorate the holiday. It later began to spread throughout the southern coast, leading to more elaborate celebrations and festivals. There were parades and large community gatherings were much more common. Common foods in Juneteenth celebrations were strawberry soda pop, barbecue, lamb, pork, and beef. Juneteenth is also a time of learning and educating. Elders recount past events and prayer services are offered. There are also a series of art exhibits and education panels that many people can attend to learn more about the holiday. Some traditional songs that are usually sung are Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, and Lift Every Voice and Sing. An interesting fact about the holiday is that there is a flag to celebrate Juneteenth. It was first created in 1997 by Ben Haith, the founder of the National Juneteenth Celebration Foundation. The flag is red and blue and has a flower in the center. The date, June 19, 1865, was added later in 2007. Juneteenth was an unknown holiday for most people until in 2020 when the Black Lives Matter movement took place and protests also taking place last year due to the calls for justice for the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and countless others. 47 states and the District of Columbia had recognized the holiday before it became a federal holiday recently. On June 17, 2021, President Joe Biden made Juneteenth a federal holiday with the House and Senate both approving the bill and making Juneteenth a national holiday. It passed unanimously in the Senate after a holdover last year and 415 to 14 in the House. So you might ask, how was Juneteenth celebrated over these past couple of years during the pandemic? There was an annual Juneteenth three-day summit in the East Coast where 5,000 people attended in person in 2019 and 20,000 people attended virtually in 2020. The festival also featured a talent show, performers, a health and wellness screening center, educational activities for children, and much more. The Smithsonian Museum of African American Culture and History in Washington, D.C. held presentations on the history and significance of Juneteenth and the stories that celebrate the wisdom of elders. We will be having more educational resources up for Juneteenth, so be sure to check out our website on how to bring Juneteenth into the classroom. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about what we discussed today, be sure to visit our website, theculturetalk.net, or follow our Instagram page, at culturetalknet. Until next time. Educate.